1: Well, hello. I'm Eric Eastep, and I'm Scott Reevley, and this is the City on a Hill podcast. Welcome back. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. It is finally sunny in Oregon.
1: It's finally and sunny. This is what day two or three. It was day. the first day of summer that I was actually warm. That's right. And just in case people listen
0: to this outside of Oregon, it's still raining. It's because <laughs> that, that's that's, a, that's the rule. It's, you just let everybody who's not an Oregonian know it's still raining. It's still and, raining. And, you know that's
1: sort of the, the the M.O. we have here in Oregon. It's, it's I, just going to be cold and rainy. It's, and, and I generally, I was, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. I love rain. And it's never been a bothersome uh, environment for me when it's raining. And this year, it wore me down. It was,
0: too, <laughs> it was much.
1: too much. Yeah, it was too much. Last week, I was bummed out and sad. And then the sun came out. Was it Tuesday? I can't remember what the first yeah. day of summer. I think it was Tuesday. And it was it was glorious and
0: this time last year it was 119. so right. we are just
1: we're making sort of a
0: solemn moderate here we're making a solemn <laughs> impact here to be thankful for what we have and not to
1: complain about the rain or the heat so i there will you go i will endeavor to try my best to not complain oh man so i had a little observation on sunday i was i was preaching um and we were sitting in the pew before I had to go up to preach, and I had we had the kids uh, wrestling the kids as one does when you're in a church pew, and we we couldn't get to church in time to get them to first service, so then we can let them go to Sunday school at second service because that, that's an ordeal. It's it's <laughs> it's some work to get yeah. four kids to church, um, and I for some reason I just had the thought, oh, that's I guess that piece isn't essential, and then I just remember I, I, it's not essential. It's not essential. Yeah. Um, the sunday school piece and for some reason my brain went all the way back to i wonder what they were doing in ad 35 40. Um, well they probably didn't have sunday school <laughs> hey, gospel light, <laughs> gospel yeah. light. Um, well, well it's funny that you say that
0: because so eric was preaching and i had this sunday without any responsibilities so marsh and i were sitting together because she was leaving and so we looked around and realized oh dear there's leslie with all of her children eric's going up to preach she's going to have one adult on four kids in church so so marsh and i compared That's notes. it's not even zone defense <laughs> no and it's uh it's like all your people are in the penalty box or something all your adults anyway so we said we got to go help them so marsh went up to uh help and i pulled up behind eric and i looked and i counted kids so you're is still in the Sunday school thing believe it or not I counted kids, and I counted one, <laughs> two, three, and I counted again one, two, three, and I thought, "Where, where is Keller? He may they must have sent him to Sunday school. Why, why would they not send you know two or three of them to Sunday school? I don't know. Maybe they were in trouble, or maybe they were naughty or something. And they, and he got to go to Sunday school. And so I thought, oh, they don't need help because <laughs> Marsh is here. Mm-hmm. And so I made I just sort of faked help." And uh, But it was on the Sunday school theme because I thought, well, that's where that's where one of them is. But anyway, so all that to say
1: that I don't know what we were talking about. We're talking about essentials. <laughs> well, and that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about this morning, this morning, this afternoon. We, we, we don't record in the morning, folks. Um, what is essential? What is most important in regards to church? Um, and that, that list is probably smaller than... Than we would think just as a, as a gut response, because uh, we do so much more than what is essential, even though, uh, n- not that we abandon the essential pieces, but a lot of the stuff that you, maybe you, you say, well, well, what do you do on Sunday? Well, we, we get in the car and we get dressed up and we do the thing and, and we drop our kids off at Sunday school and we eat lunch afterwards and we, we do all these things. Not all of that is actually the essential part of what it means uh, for a church to operate, for a, for a community of people to engage the work jesus told us to engage well so
0: you're going to say why are they talking about this we're talking about this because we you know we started this sort of in response to the the pandemic and the pressure that that had put on churches and the pressure had put on politically and the pressure had put on because of the way the church was responding to the government with regard to masks and vaccines and all these things and And that happened there. It happened immediately where the church had to change. I mean, we changed within a week to go from, you know, no video sermons Mm -hmm. ever in the history of the church to being online together in 14 days. It was unbelievable. Well, actually not in 10 days. So it was two Sundays, but it was started on a Thursday was Mm -hmm. when that was like shut down. And then the next Sunday we were online. Right. And... That, you know, th- things changed, things were taken away, and things were added, and we, this question about what's essential, what's not essential, is a result of what we experienced even in that, um, during the pandemic, with the church, the, the I don't know, the, <coughs> the um, push and the pull of the church on, I don't like this, I do like this, we should do this, we shouldn't do this, and it really came down to us having to say, what is essential? What's not essential?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, that's been a, that's been a question that we should ask and need to ask all the time, but it was forced on us because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, a couple of years ago we adopted a congregation and, uh, I had an initial meeting with their elder team and I didn't, you know, I didn't have a great plan, um, like I didn't want to come in, and, come in and make a sales pitch, you know, or anything. But I did want to know kind of what I wanted to know the lay of the land. Mm. And so I made a list. I think of twenty-two different things. Some were programs, some were decorations, some were um, relationships or people or whatever. And I thought, how I asked them two questions. I mean, how important is this? And what? How hard would it be to change it? Mm. And they didn't want to change those things for the most part. But um, I was trying to discern from this team what did they perceive to be essential, and I was asking questions like, uh, "What about the organ? And what about mm-hmm. the uh, decorations around the um, sanctuary? What about the flags? That a, like mm-hmm. that I think when I asked that question, they had 26 flags in the sanctuary." Hmm. I mean, how essential are those to life mm-hmm. church? And um, several other, there were several other things like programs. I mean, were they going to keep a wanna or not keep a uh preschool, and what of those things is um, essential? And it came back, you know, kind of mixed. A few things were going to be hard to change, and we don't want to mm-hmm. touch those. But some of it leaked out, and the rumor got going around the church that I was going to come in and... I was going to take out all the flags, and that was going to be a reason. Because you
1: made the list going in, just I made the out list. of curiosity. I made
0: the list just to discover, just right. to try and discover, but it got turned to, these are the things that Scott's going to change if you know we partner up, and thankfully that got worked through, and we have a great relationship now, and the Lord's doing good things there, and so it's all good, but it was a little dicey because of this very question we're talking about, what is mm-hmm. essential in the life of a church and what isn't essential? and one of the things that the the pandemic uncovered is things that we thought were essential aren't essential Mm -hmm. and things that we uh, thought were uh, like the most important thing aren't the most important thing Uh, one of the things that one of the ways that i i talked about this is if you conceive of the ship you know the ship needs certain things a a hole and a um it it, it just needs good uh, sound um Body to keep the water out, right? Mm-hmm. But several things like barnacles affix themselves to what is essential, and they're maybe impossible to remove, or they might even damage some of the things that are essential when they are removed.
2: Mm. And they get
0: so attached to the essential because they're so attached to what's essential, and that was kind of my picture as we were trying to like tug and pull and push those things, you know, to clean out because we had to get to down to what is essential, what. What are you know? Would we fight for, and what mm. should we reinstate, mm-hmm. and those kinds of things? Mm-hmm. So we had we had a lot of those questions. But I think any time that you are going to change a church, for sure, and or time it's going through change, you've got to ask these questions. Mm-hmm. That happened to be forced on us, so we had to ask them in a week's time. Right. But I mean, we're looking which is at stressful. <clears throat> yeah, it was, <laughs> and the stress lasted more than a week too. Right. At least two weeks. But um, the. One of the things we're doing now is we're trying to plan church and um i don't think there's probably anything, well short of a pandemic that would ha- that would raise a few items that are by considered by some most important mm. i mean the number one question you know what the number one question we get uh, about the church plant uh where's the building where's the building where's the building as that's exactly right uh, ding, 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 ding. I wish I had a prize to give you, nice. but uh, that is the right answer. And uh, the the funny thing is that that uh, the thought of playing a church raises the question: it's essential to have a building, so mm. surely you have a plan for that. But if you realize that you know countless churches around the world mm-hmm. really meet in homes or even have to move around because of because sure. of the nature of the oppression they face or whatever. Um, I, I think it's very, in some respect, it's very European of us to think mm. we need a, you know, church building or a cathedral or something mm-hmm. to have our religion in. So that's one. That's one place where this essential non-essential thing comes in. And, and the thing is, that wasn't always the case. You know, you do read in the scriptures of the church meeting in someone's home. Right. You know, then greet the church that meets in so and so's home. And so they, granted, they had to be sheltered from the elements. That probably mm-hmm. is an essential. Depending on the environment. Yeah, I mean, but the the whole idea of a really attractive building and a cathedral and all that is that's not essential. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you fi- know, I mean, our answer is that to be, well, yeah, we'll figure that out. Right. Um, and thankf- thankfully, we have time. And thankfully, there are lots of good options for uh, buildings. But... But it is interesting that, and that in in I guess the reason that I say it's European is that that non-essential of a building accrued over time to be part of what we perceive to be essential. Mm. In other words, it, it didn't just like somebody think, of; you know, they didn't think it up and say, oh, let's have a building. that That's the most important thing about a church. But it's just like we began to assume things about the way church was done and the way it, where it met. And pretty soon,
1: one of the essentials is a building. Mm-hmm. You know. and it that has even creeped into the way we even talk about churches. We talk about churches generally as buildings where people yeah. gather rather than the people who gather in that building, right. I mean, there's some ecclesiological problems
0: even with that assumption for sure and And yeah, we do that all the time. you know i we um, <laughs> it's been ten days since somebody busted me. They, they don't go to our church, just okay. <laughs> somebody who shall remain nameless fussed about us not having hymnals, mm. okay, but hymnals and, or, or, and pew Bibles. So that pew Bibles are good. Bibles are good. We're in favor of Bibles. I mean, we're not against p- hymnals, but we're really in favor of Bibles. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in a hole now, aren't I? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, we're not against here we but we're go. We're really for it. here we go. We do this happens to me all the time. I told Eric that we're going to run into trouble with this one. Anyway, they're asking me about this, and the reality is, we took the Bibles out because of COVID. Hmm. There was a point in time when they said we're not sure if the whole thing spreads when people touch the same things. You know, don't don't oh, play yeah. don't play catch with the ball because the the germs will travel on the ball to the other person. I mean, it was there was that we didn't know. And so we took all paper products out. And um, and they haven't gotten put back yet. So that's how it is. And the same thing happened with bulletins. Bulletins were an essential part of church life for us up until March of 2020. And um, they got taken out. Well, they didn't just start yesterday, though. I mean, we the, and and really before Gutenberg, I promise you, they didn't have church bulletins. Right. <laughs> uh, so somewhere along the line, it became an assumed part of the way a church works is that they have Sunday
1: morning programs or mm-hmm. something. Well, even the most basic things that that you almost think are just a given came up at some point. Pews are a good example. Chairs at mm-hmm. a church service are a good example. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't pull the year out for when pews started happening. Probably in the 1500s or something. But I was at a service in Israel. We pseudo participated in a Coptic Orthodox uh, service, and they stand. The whole that, that's they stand during those services. You don't sit during church mm-hmm. during a church service. But ga- see, I'm, I'm even messing it up during gathering of the church, um, and just to realize, oh, one of the assumptions I have is if I go and worship with the church, I get a place to sit. No, that's that's not actually essential. You don't get a chair. Well, then you
0: think about it. Okay, did that get messed up in the pandemic? Well, yeah, it did. We had little markers to say mm-hmm. sit here, don't sit here. Here's a little, you know, here's a little, you know, button or something. Whatever we had, so you can sit on that, but don't sit. Where I do remember no you being quite excited about those little buttons when you first found them. Well, <laughs> guys,
1: check this out. <laughs> I got some buttons.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there were several assumptions, right? And, right. And now th- the same thing is true. Now you go, we go back, and you can you could pack the room, mm-hmm. but people now assume, oh, I need a little space, or oh, makes me nervous to be close to. So, so that's how quickly actually these essential, non-essential things can adjust. <clears throat> and so, uh, I think it's important to say that the other thing, the reason that we probably want to bring this up, I wanted to bring it up. Actually, I can't speak for Eric. Eric just wanted to talk about it, but me. I wanted to talk about it because some of these things are physical, like the buildings or the hymnals or the Mm. bulletins. I mean, those are like things you can touch and handle, but there are several other things that we ran into. uh, You might say barnacles that weren't physical. They were experiential.
2: Mm.
0: Like I, it's important to me, um, you know, people would say to, to hug somebody or that's physical too, I guess, but to, to hear people sing. Mm. Well, you could, we didn't always really hear people sing when they had masks on. Mm-hmm. Or I, I don't feel as close to the Lord when I have to wear a mask when I sing as I do when I sing freely or something like that. Mm-hmm. We had a number of those sorts of things. And the reality is my experience of something I I is also undergirded with uh, assumptions. Hmm. I mean, my assumption is that my singing with gusto and when I can hear myself is um, somehow preferred over singing the best I can with the mask on. And I'm not in any way hoping to go back to mask. Please don't anybody write. That that is not a good reason to make a comment on on cityonthehillpodcast.com. But anyway, we're not at all in favor of that. And and do personally prefer you mm-hmm. know, singing without mass, of course. But does, does it change? Um, does it really change worship? Or maybe the mm. worship is better, not worse, when there's an obstacle, mm. when it's imperfect because I'm struggling to do it. Maybe that actually is a better statement of, my heart's intent mm. than it is when I come, and I just love to sing, and I love it when people hear me sing because I mean people right. have a really bad attitude about that I suppose i've right. never had i've never been a singer like that, but I could see
1: it being a problem well that's super interesting because worship is not about you anyway it's never been about you it's never been about me mm-hmm. though though enjoyable it can be, um, my enjoyment of it does not determine the. I don't know how you'd say that the the effectiveness of the worship, the mm-hmm. um, the glory giving of the worship, and uh, that's really interesting. May, maybe an obstacle makes it uh, more worshipful because it's I'm not just there for an experience, and I've had plenty of great experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe the crowd, and I'll say it helps crowd, that. yeah. It helps there, that. There's a maybe there's a just a large gathering of people, and they're singing loudly, almost like a concert type environment. There's just excitement there, but if I'm just in it for the excitement, I may not be may not be there for the purpose of worship as much as I think I am. And then if you put that obstacle in place, it becomes very obvious. Okay, why am I here? What am I doing?
0: Well, it doesn't become
1: obvious. I mean, I think that's been the that's why sure. we're talking Could about become, it. become yeah
0: is because it isn't obvious. And um, and that was really part of the the hard work that I had to do for myself was uh, is you know what am I attached to. Mm -hmm. really i mean is it essential for me as a preacher to even have people out there to talk to Mm. because i had to come and do months of video sermons or whatever and is that you know know, uh, is my self-esteem tied up in that is my Mm. what 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 is happening in my own heart and i mean it was a lot of that that i had to had to wrestle with and come to grips with and and say, you know what, if this is what God calls me to, I will serve his church the best I can mm-hmm. with these obstacles. And, you know, it doesn't really matter how fulfilling or how I felt about it mm. in that regard. So, so th- again, this is, I'm just trying to tease apart in my, you know, just from my own perspective, I has a different perspective than other people had, I think. But from my own perspective, what those barnacles were that were like stuck on mm-hmm. me. And I know they were stuck on kind of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that's some of the, the, the reason that we need to talk about it. Because I, I mentioned, um, I mentioned that some of these barnacles are physical and some are just um, attitude attitudinal or they're um, spiritual in nature. Then we attach some things, give some things meaning that may not have meaning mm. and Or and make them not—they have meaning, but they we make them essential when they may not be essential. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking of again one of the things we ran up against, and this is this is part of the reason why I talk about this today too. It has to do with um, is you know what constituted in this past couple years free exercise of religion. Mm. Well, the reality is that. Free exercise is one of those things that accrued to us by virtue of being born in this country at this time. We now assume free exercise, mm-hmm. whereas free exercise in other parts of the world is, you know, uh, an unspeakable luxury. Right, they can't even conceive of it, and so in in America, it's certainly nice and you know we want, we want to go for it, but
1: we, we are pro free exercise. Yeah, and we, we really <laughs> like
0: it. But the reality is in the Church of Jesus Christ, in this international Church of Jesus Christ, where people live in exile in America, they live in exile in China, they live in exile in, you know, in uh, India, th- those Christians do they have the right to mm. just inherently freedom of religion? And is that freedom of religion essential? for the Church of Jesus Christ to go forward. Mm. And, you know, again, it doesn't take much, you know, history to look back and say even in the New Testament there were times when they were kicked out of, you know, cities and churches got started anyway. And, I mean, there are are things that happen, and you say, well, that didn't work very well, and then it did. And so just the the teasing apart of what we think is essential is really – uh, it's really tricky and some of it is because those things come to us in such a variety of ways and then mm-hmm. they come over time uh then we yeah we just assume that that has to be the case right and we want to fight for some see this is the other thing mm-hmm. that happened in the pandemic people wanted to fight for maybe free exercise like this is impinging on my free exercise well yeah, you can't maybe do it the way that you want to do it, but you can do it, mm-hmm. and so there you there you go. You can do it, right. and
1: it's it's it counts, right? <laughs> you know. Um, well, what you mentioned the working through preaching to, to no one, and what what what, mm-hmm. what is where, where is my consternation with this? Why am I feeling this way about it? And what came to mind for me quite a bit was the what is far more important than the how. And right. sometimes we attach so much essential, the essential nature to the how, and not just the what. And if you remember the context back in 2019, we were coming off of having huge baptisms. Mm-hmm. We would have these, we, we'd have these baptisms, and they would pack the house. And the people, very last thing we had, the last the service season. we had, was this huge baptism. It, we we had a full standing room only, standing room only in the in the church, people singing with joy and excitement about the gospel and it was just wonderful and then march 2020 and then april 2020 and it's cold and we're outside and maybe there's 20 of us gathered or or for a short period of time we were just with your families Mm -hmm. um, gathered in front of a screen and there was definitely frustration about the we can't do this in the way i want to do it Mm -hmm. Um, and some of that are are also non essentials, and I listed out some of them that I, we couldn't do. We couldn't do size. I, mm-hmm. I want more than twenty people in a yard. Of course, I do. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. I want more than twenty people? Um, but that doesn't change the worship. And I wanted well, amplification, which is just <laughs> hilarious. Like of all the things that are not essential, uh, but w- have become so much a part of how we do church, especially in America. Of course, you have ampl- amplification. Um, but smoke machine, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> we never had some episodes. Oh, okay. But I, I did put tech in general, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a projector or, um, or the way we do instruments or or whatever, and then just the energy. Like I want, I want to be around people singing and some excitement there. And I'm I'm the guy that wants to preach and have people respond to me. Like um, even just having you, a, yeah, you didn't know Eric's <laughs> like some like closet black <laughs> preacher there, but I'm not that. But um, I do like response, and to, to, lose, to lose some of that response or some of that energy or some of that um, interaction and dialogue, it's like, oh, I, I want that thing. It's not here anymore. But wait, that's not the essential piece. Those are some good things when they're there, but th- those are not what make worship happen. Worship can happen even if it's very small and it's in a whisper, where some churches have to worship in a whisper. Um, and there's no tech because if there's any amplification, it's going to be a bad problem. Mm-hmm. And there's no paper because in case you drop something on the street, it'd be a bad problem. And, and you're going to keep the energy low to be safe. Um, all of the, that being acted out in that way is doing all the what without the how that I would prefer. Mm-hmm. And it's just as much worship, just as much church gathered as it is when we do our big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's interesting to pull those pieces apart. Because yeah. I attach so much to the how and, and less to the what until yeah. I start thinking about it. Oh, okay, th- these things aren't actually essential.
0: Yeah, the the means and the end are it's very important. The more you can be clear on the means and the end, and which is sacred. The end is sacred. The means are not sacred generally. Mm-hmm. And so that's really I'm really glad you brought that up. And um, it it was it was just that was just an exercise for us. I mean, a two-year exercise, sadly in trying to figure that out and not everybody answered it the same way. I mean some mm. felt that you know there were certain others th- even even it was essential for them to shake their fist and say you're not going to make me mm. do this. But I think that has accrued to us as Americans rather than sure as the church of Jesus Christ. And so so some of some of what I'm hoping will happen as people begin to think about the essential non-essentials what is the ship and what's the barnacle and what is it that is um, that I really have to have as a follower of Jesus and can because really what we do need to have is a heart really a heart that responds it's it's mm. from from the life flows from the heart and to say I have to have the, an external thing To make you know that does the external thing help my heart? Does your amplification Mm -hmm. help my heart? Yes, it does. I do better when I'm with other people. I I do better, Mm -hmm. but it's not essential. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as the amplification of the of the singing or the worship or whatever, it's not even even the the music isn't essential in that respect. And uh, you know, we wanted to talk about this because uh, this was. I think particularly even with the religious freedom conversations, people said, you know, felt like being an American and holding on to even my right of free exercise Mm. was essential when in effect that was American and the church of Jesus Christ will go forward in other places in other ways. And that makes this not essential. And so that's, again, that's part of how the podcast was born. Mm-hmm. It was us trying to, like, tease apart what do we have to do to be a discipled church in the face of these kinds of pressures, because this isn't going to be the last pressure. Right. I mean, there, there will be uh, other pressures that are political or other pressures that are um, social or some other thing that's going to come in and tell us how we need to do something, and we're going to have to say... Yes or no, and, and why, and what is essential and not, and we're going to have to figure that out again.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I think I've had enough of this. but <clears> One, <throat> it's going to be different, and right. might. What's the uh, Mike Tyson quote? Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. right? Um, and that was probably a little bit March 2020. Like, oh, yeah. w- well, can't we just slowly talk about this and figure it out and, and, and remind ourselves what's essential and non-essential and instead of having everything ramped up? And the, the emotions are high. You need to figure out what's essential now. Um, so while well, we have some time. What <laughs> what what is essential? What what does the church mm. do? Um, so we can preempt preemptively think about this for the next time we have to really figure it out. What are what are the essential pieces? Well, I
0: would have to think that you would you know you would come to grips with some kind of a um, I, I want to say doctrine, but it, the doctrine itself isn't important. The doctrine expresses that you know what we believe about God, what we believe about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Those things are pretty essential. Somebody tells us mm-hmm. for for, re, and the reason I go there is because somebody tells us, no, you're you're wrong. You can't believe in God this way. Then all of a sudden, the message is the message is essential, right? And so we are going to. We're going to stick with that and let the chips fall. Right. But So that would be my first
1: answer. Which yeah. is often what happens in Acts when they say, hey, you can't do this. They may shift and be honorable and respectful, but they never stop proclaiming the message. Right. Like we're, not, we're not going to stop proclaiming the gospel. This is what we're doing.
0: Right. And so that would be the first thing. And because the message comes from the word, I mean, somebody says you can't use your Bible anymore or something, uh, I would... I would have an argument there for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, the church, if they said the church has to stop worship. Now, we we understood ourselves. I mean, we were talking about this earlier. It just was a black box to us, what it looked like, what the disease looked like, what the pandemic was going to be like, how long it was going to last. All that was a black box at the beginning. Um, but, I mean, if somebody, for a different reason, say, came and said, yeah, you can, church needs to stop worshiping here. We're going to turn it into apartment complex or something. And you just can't worship jesus anymore because the government you have to worship the government i mean whatever worship is Mm -hmm. you that would be pretty essential i think to christian faith Mm -hmm. and that's because bathed in the scripture all the way you know with communion and baptism and that sort of thing so i think you'd say that too and um and the reality is and this is even this is even underpinning some of the decisions we had to make in the in the pandemic that that while you know meeting was different you know what online meeting is inferior to a real meeting mm-hmm. but it's still a meeting i mean there's still there's still some things going on i mean it isn't a complete like forget about everything right but the 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 thing about that that's essential is that jesus has left for us an essential commission to make disciples and if there's no attempt at all being made to win people to Jesus, or to help them make progress into his likeness, uh, then you've, uh, you know, abandoned one of the essential things, I think. Right. And how that gets done is different.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, there are very effective ministries that are all electronic, that are all virtual, that are changing people's lives to become more like Jesus. I mean, yeah, we say we didn't like it, but... It happens in other contexts. Again, again, these these barnacles are contextual. We look at it like it's our, you know, the, it only affects us here and now and the reality is if we pull back, mm. we see that, yeah, it, it it's not what we had two months ago or whatever, but it's, they've been doing it, they've been doing radio into Iran and more people, people are coming to Christ in Iran faster than anywhere else in the world and you say, wow, um, but that, That's inferior.
1: (laughs) Well, yes. Well, no doubt it's inferior. But but wouldn't you make a distinction between a ministry and a church? Like that radio ministry is definitely a ministry and a a service uh, striving to tell people about Jesus. But that doesn't necessarily make it a church.
0: Oh, no, it's not a church. But I I was thinking more of the means versus the ends. The means Mm of, you know, just blasting the gospel over the airways is – in, in some respect a weak way to bring the gospel, but the Lord's used it, mm-hmm. and and it is an attempt attempt to do what is essential, it is by a different means. Um, that's I guess my point. Right? Sure. I wasn't trying to, to compare it to to the local church or to the anything like that, but it's it was still Christians doing this discipleship thing mm-hmm. in the only way available to them, really. Right. So
1: well, and that, I think that's worth reading. This is Matthew 28. Yep. Um, if, if the church has a mission, Jesus told us what the mission was, and this is it. In Matthew 28, uh, starting in 16, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain, to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they, they worshipped him. Oh, that's essential. Uh, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So of all things, this is the person with all authority told us, here's what we're doing, disciples, and disciples will make disciples, and, and thus the church is made. Um, and then there's Pentecost and Acts when, when the Holy Spirit shows up. But uh, that, that's what the church is doing. And if <laughs> I have a funny story about this, this is, this is good. I, when I was in Israel, of all the things I wanted to see, I wanted to see this mountain. Mm. Um and it's it's interesting if you ever go on a trip especially if the if the the um the guide is is good, intellectually honest, um that you'll go to all these places and often, uh, not always but often they'll say this is the place where we remember that. And then it'll be um Jesus at the well or something like that. Some story from scripture, but it's often this is the place we remember that because they never if they're intellectually honest, like we're not really sure it might be here. It might be there. And I wanted to see this mountain so bad because this is the mission of the church. This is what the church is doing since the beginning. And we were driving all around and we had to hit all these different spots to get to Galilee by a certain time. Cause we were going to get this park and it closed at a certain time. So we just came in driving fast and all right, everyone go look at the viewpoint. It's a cool viewpoint says, says our, our leader. And, uh, so we look at the viewpoint, yeah, you're right, it's a good viewpoint. I can see Galilee, this is awesome. And then we get back in the in the bus and we're driving back down the hill and he says, Oh, by the way, that is where Jesus said, Go make disciples. <laughs> and I was just so mad at him. <laughs> because for weeks it had been, we remember this, we remember that, and then he just completely might be this, might be that, and he's like, said, Oh, that's definitely where that happened. And I didn't tell you, and now we're gone. So anyway, I <laughs> Maybe will have to mountain. go back. <laughs> I've been on the mountain where Jesus said this, and set the mission for the church um, for the next 2,000 years. It's been 2,000 years we've been on the same mission.
0: So, I yeah, I, I would just like to encourage people to maybe take some time and just even review their experience of the church. And, you know, I, one of the things that, that you and I have talked a lot about in the last couple of years, relationships with other people are essential. Mm-hmm. In other words, I you can't be a Christian um, in solo. I mean, there's so many things that require, uh, you know, be patient with one another. If there's no one else to be patient with,
1: that's you know, right. That might be great, but that's not Christian. In other words, yeah, you just pull it, your phone out, type in one another, and push enter, and see how many one another's there are in Scripture. Yeah. It's assumed you're going to be with people, right? And so, and it's the essential part because those
0: they will have an impact on my life. Mm-hmm. I may not like it, but it will be good for my soul and so you know those are those are things that we have to come to grips with what are those things that are essential and but how we get those might be different at different even at different times i mean right now even it's different than it was two years ago because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic and that's okay i mean we're think you have to be able to change the form to get the function but um I just would like to encourage people to, to kind of even review this past week. I mean, what did I do? Was it a, was it essential that right. I had an electronic Bible on my phone? Maybe I had a paper Bible. Could have done. Maybe it's essential. So other people say it's essential. You have a paper Bible because that newfangled you know internet thing you can't trust that, or whatever the case. You so know, apparently it, codecs <clears throat> are essential. <laughs> well, th- think about it. That those were the pushbacks. Right. Uh, Latin was essential at one time. Right. And so you just have the whole the whole thing just you know attaches more and more barnacle pretty soon it sinks the ship really. Mm-hmm. And so what we're hoping to do here is just get a little chisel out and start taking off some of those other things so that we can sail a little more cleanly through the water and especially if we end up in another stormy time we're going to want to know like yeah we're We're good on this. We're not going to take on water. We're we're not going to go slower than we need to go because we're doing all these extras. We're going to just be able to go. And so uh, I I think that would be a good exercise, Just even to review, you know, review the last week, review the last couple experiences you've had and what what was important to me was what, and then the second question is, are those things that were important to me, were they essential or (laughs) were they not essential? Because really the things that are important to me I don't even know it's 50-50. It's probably most of the things important to me are not essential, but mm. I like them nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so just being able to to come to grips with that is essentially the point of this episode and what we hoped uh, people would think
1: about. Well, and we, and we want you to have a firm grip on the things that are essential, and it, it will serve you well to have a loose grip on the things that aren't essential because sometimes they might not be there. Mm-hmm. And if if you have that firm grip, it's gonna, you're going to react to things uh, the loss of things that you shouldn't react to the way you would react to something essential. And, mm-hmm. it, and you, so just make sure you have a loose grip with one and a, and a firm grip. And, with the
0: other. and some flexibility on the means, the flexibility on the how is going to be one of the ways that, you know, you can maintain the grip on mm. the essentials. Because if, if you confuse the means with the end or the how with the what, then all of a sudden you're hanging on to the wrong thing and you do lose your grip on the right thing. Mm. Yeah, so those, those are all things I think that we should um, kind of work through on this. That's good.
1: Well, if you have any questions, send them our way. Maybe this was, a, maybe you're thinking, well, is this essential? Is this not essential? Send us a question. Send us, um, send us an email. You can do that at comment at cityonahillpodcast.com. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can also go on the website, Hill podcast.com and listen to all the past episodes share this with a friend Um, and if you want to leave an audio question you can do that at speakpipe.com slash city on a hill podcast and until next time we look forward to the next conversation